0: Canine Nation ebooks are now available. The first two volumes, Dogs As They Are and Teaching Dogs Effective Learning, are available in bookstores now. More on how you can get them at the end of this podcast. Welcome to Canine Nation, Audio Edition. It's Wednesday, January 2nd, 2013. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life as a Human online magazine. Life as a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeasahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeasahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, Positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Now, here's this week's installment. Dumbing down dog training. Have you been thinking of expanding your family? Perhaps you are feeling that urge to raise a child of your own. Maybe your parents would just love a new grandchild to fawn and fuss over. Not to worry, just pop on over to the agency and pick up a new child. They come in all sorts of shapes and colors, some older and some younger. You might have to pay more for one that comes from good genes, but there are always the ones looking for new homes for one reason or another, and those could come at a reduced rate. Does that sound ridiculous? Not if we were talking about dogs. It's funny how people will prepare themselves for months or even years before bringing a new child into their lives, but can stop by the shelter on a random Saturday and pick up a new dog. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting that caring for a dog is anywhere near as complex as raising a child, but owning and caring for a dog is not the same as picking up a new refrigerator either. Unfortunately, there are any number of sources that might lead you to believe that it is incredibly simple. Your local bookstore is full of books on dogs and dog training. One popular seller is called Dog Training for Dummies. It seems to me that if you consider yourself a dummy, or stupid, you probably shouldn't have a dog in the first place. If you do, hey, don't let that deter you, search the internet. You will find a ton of resources from articles like Dog Training for Idiots to articles with words like simple, easy, and basic in their names. But more than three million dogs enter shelters by one means or another each year. Many are surrendered because the homes just couldn't handle the dog. Dog training for dummies? Maybe this dog-owning stuff isn't as easy as it looks. I remember when my wife and I got our first puppy many years ago. There were chewed railings and shredded wallpaper and more than one shoe that was sacrificed to the puppy gods. It seemed that we spent the bulk of our time with our new dog just getting him to stop doing things we didn't want him to do. There was a lot of grabbing, snatching, pushing, and yelling. In the end, we got what we wanted. When it came to training, it shouldn't be surprising that it went very much the same way. You want the dog to sit? Push his bum down. You want him to lie down, pull his leash, or push between his shoulder blades? Want him to walk at heel? Give a yank on the leash to pull him into the correct position. Our dog learned, bless his heart, despite the fact that we were doing all the wrong things. We did them for the right reasons. We wanted to teach him to have manners, and we eventually had a long and happy life together. He learned to work with us, but it couldn't have been easy for him. A dog that doesn't get yelled at or punished would be a happier dog. The methods we used to teach our dog what we wanted were mostly unpleasant for him. He tolerated it well enough and learned. But I believe he learned in an effort to avoid all of that unpleasantness. We got the right result, but it wasn't the best way to get there. For us, getting results is what mattered back then. And that's the way we were instructed by our dog training professionals as well. We were taught The most expedient way to get our dog to do whatever behavior we were looking for. If that meant pushing, pulling, yanking, or using prong collars, that was fine with us. It would all lead to getting our dog to do what we wanted quickly. In retrospect, I now know that expedient is not always the right way to go. In this modern era of dog training, there is a lot more information out there on dogs and their behavior. The science of animal behavior has opened up whole new training techniques and philosophies. But even though we have more resources at our disposal, one thing remains from the old days. We try to make dog training simple. Just as the force trainers of my younger years looked for expedient methods to get my dog to do what I wanted, modern trainers are often guilty of getting dog owners to use positive training techniques without explaining why they are doing what they are doing. Positive trainers offer classes to dog owners in hopes of getting them great results without force. Instructors frequently look for the latest exercises to help dog owners learn to reinforce the desired behaviors. And they get a lot of success. The dogs learn quickly and they enjoy the exercises and the learning process. Students repeat what they are told to do and the process just works. Watching these classes, I'm often left wondering if the students really understand why the things they are doing actually work. I'm not saying that these aren't good teachers or that the lessons are poorly structured. They are just trying to make things simple so students can learn and use them quickly. But where is the easy explanation of why the technique works and how to apply it to other training tasks? Students are taught these methods as a matter of process. They are encouraged to reward the dog quickly or to use food lures to get the dog to do the desired behavior. Other classes use props and guides to help students prompt the dog to perform the behavior correctly. There are any number of games and tricks that are employed to get students to use the principles of behavioral science and canine learning theory. Sometimes, even the instructors are at a loss to explain how and why some of these techniques work. But they do work. They are doing the right things, but do they know why? All of this effort to simplify, to dumb down dog training, is for a good cause. Educating dog owners. But what exactly are we teaching? If we teach the how to get the behavior without also addressing why a particular technique works, what are we really teaching? It's like that old saying, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. When we teach dog owners to get their dogs to behave, are we just giving them the answers they need today? Or are we preparing them for every dog they will ever own? However they came to be, there are expectations involved in dog training classes. Classes will be about an hour in length, You will bring your dog to every class. You will work with your dog and watch others work with their dogs for most of the time. And you will try to get some results by the end of class that you didn't have at the beginning. There are others, but you get the idea. What if these expectations get in the way of teaching dog owners what they need to know about training their dogs? Can we really expect a dog owner to manage with a boisterous six-month-old puppy and still listen to a trainer telling them about how to mark and reinforce behaviors properly? So we have created shortcuts to get the owners to do the right things to get their dogs to do the right things. The problem with shortcuts is that sometimes there are so many shortcuts that we lose sight of the actual principles that make it all work. In dog training, so many methods have been developed to just get the dog to do a behavior that we can lose sight of why they respond to it in the first place. If we aren't careful, we can let the little tricks and shortcuts that we develop replace our knowledge of how canine learning and behavior works. Many trainers are breaking the mold and talking to dog owners about behavior and canine learning in new ways. They are using technology and the internet to supplement weekly classes. They are teaching them why techniques work and helping them to develop their own applications of what they are learning. And this, in my opinion, is how it should be. Modern dog owners operate smartphones, program video recorders for their favorite shows, and navigate the complex environments of Facebook and other social media. Maybe we shouldn't be treating them like dummies when it comes to their dogs. I'd like to leave you with a quote from physicist Dr. Stephen Hawking that I think is appropriate. He says, quote, "The greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance; it is the illusion of knowledge." Unquote. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. Teaching Dogs Effective Learning is the second Canine Nation ebook to be released. It is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine on how we train and teach our dogs and what we can learn in the process. The book includes introductory notes for each essay, as well as two essays written specifically for this book. Also available is the first Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, a look at what our dogs are, where they have come from, and how they adapt to our lives. Both books are available in the Canine Nation store in Kindle format, EPUB format for iPads, Kobo, Nook, and other e-readers, or a special PDF edition formatted for instructors that includes licensing for reprints for students. Just go to caninenation.ca and click on the store link at the top of the page. You can also find Canine Nation ebooks in the Amazon store, on Apple iTunes, at booktango.com, and other online booksellers. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast, or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, We would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening.